0: This week, I want to talk to you about something that seems to be on everybody's mind. Whether they want to admit it or not, it's in the news and talked about in our kids' schools. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And to honor the spirit of what the intent is for that special designation, I wanted to address the mental dis-ease that has crept into our daily lives and infected our mindsets. As leaders of our businesses, leaders of our families, and leaders of all the people we are responsible for, we need to set the example on how to deal with the dis ease we face and most ultimately, how we can disrupt it. Welcome to the Mind Grinch Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success. Next level growth and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. This weekly show is the personal and professional development podcast designed primarily for those serving the automotive repair industry, where we share simple yet effective strategies with personal and practical insights on mindset, self improvement, and leadership that anyone can use. A more successful shop and a next level life. I'm your host Rick Silover. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. I truly hope you find something of value here. If you haven't done so already and you really like what I'm sharing here, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And make sure you share this podcast with others because when you share the show, the show grows and I get to help more people. And that's why I do this podcast. This week, I want to talk to you about something that seems to be on everybody's mind. Whether they want to admit it or not, it's in the news and talked about in our kids' schools. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And to honor the spirit of what the intent is for that special designation, I wanted to address the mental dis-ease that has crept into our daily lives and infected our mindsets. As leaders of our businesses, leaders of our families, and leaders of all the people we are responsible for, we need to set the example on how to deal with the dis-ease we face And most ultimately, how we can disrupt it. Now hold on, I know what you're thinking. Rick, somebody must be putting something in your coffee because that's not me. I'm perfectly fine. I don't have a mental disease or or any other kind of disease, right? Let me clarify. I'm not saying you have a disease. I'm saying you may have a certain amount of mental dis-ease in your life lately. Let me explain what I mean. The word disease is always used to describe some medical condition or part of our bodies that just isn't functioning correctly. But the origin of the word disease was more intended to be an indicator of something that just didn't feel right with our bodies. We lacked ease in some area or lacked that feeling of comfort. According to Merriam-Webster, when disease was first used, it referred literally to the lack of ease or comfort, rather than to how it's used today to refer to sickness or problems with bodily function. Well, we certainly have had more than our normal share of our lack of ease lately, right? I mean, I don't want to beat this COVID thing into the ground, but we've talked about COVID way too much for the past two years. But that massive shift in our lives has produced more than its fair share of dis-ease in all of us. Can we agree on that? Not only have we dealt with the mental dis-ease of quarantines, lockdowns, fear of being around other people and getting sick, forced separations from families, work in normal everyday life, but we've also dealt with much loss of loved ones, loss of personal freedoms, loss of business or incomes that continued to take its toll on our minds, and continue to cause a nagging feeling of dis ease with life, even after we started to open back up, get back to work, and get back to attending events and special occasions. The tail end of fall of twenty twenty one finally brought a little ease back into our everyday lives, as restrictions subsided, mandates, masks, and the constant push to vaccinate lost its luster. And we started to enjoy the things in life we took for granted in the past, like attending events, dining out without a mask, celebrating holidays with families and friends. You could almost feel the energy shift and sense of relief, of ease, the nation was experiencing. But mentally, it only feel like a few days or so of somewhat normal before the next phase of disease found its way into our minds. Product shortages... Rising prices on everything we touch, inflation reaching a 40-year high, gas prices reaching new highs, a new war in Eastern Europe that threatens not only our sense of security but causes instability throughout the globe. Not to mention, we're watching the economy tank, and we're almost helpless as our investment portfolios shrink like a cotton shirt in the dryer. Or two coats of primer over filler finished in 80-grit. We have parents now that are trying to wrap their heads around a baby formula shortage. For God's sakes, really? A shortage of baby formula? This truly has been the most bizarre sequence of events our generations ever endured, and mental health concerns are at critical levels. According to recent studies from several entities including NAMI, which is the National Institute of Mental Illness, and the MHA, which is the Mental Health America, Just under 20% of adults are experiencing some mental illness. That's 50 million American adults. 5% of adults are experiencing severe mental illness. 7.5% are experiencing substance abuse just within the past 12 months. And 5.7% are experiencing alcohol abuse within the past 12 months. 4.6% of adults are experiencing thoughts of suicide. That's over 11 million people with an increase of almost 700,000 just in the past 12 months. And over 56% of those with mental illness have received absolutely no treatment for help. That's 27 million of us walking around, showing up to work, dropping off their car at our shop for repairs, sharing the road with us, teaching our kids in school, and sitting down at our table to eat dinner with us that need some help, need some release from that disease that they're dealing with. It can be really quite sad and disturbing when you think about it, right? Have you ever looked in the mirror and said to yourself, how come I'm not further along than this? Or why can't I ever seem to get ahead? Are you frustrated with life, unsure of your future, wanting to make a change in your current situation, but too scared to make that next move? Maybe you want to reach that next level in life or in your business, but not sure what the right move is. Or maybe you feel the best thing to do is nothing at all. Many of you may not know, but along with hosting my own weekly podcast, I'm a personal development, mindset, business, and life coach, where I focus on helping people with self-development, mindset, and how to make positive changes in their lives. And trust me, with all the negativity we've had to deal with these past two years, I think we all need some positivity, positive change, and a fresh approach to our life or our business in 2022. Sometimes, talking to the right person can make all the difference. If you really want to start making those changes in your life, take action right now. Reach out and email, text, call, or direct message me as soon as possible. Do it right now. I'll set you up with a free consultation call and pre-qualify you for either the one-on-one or business coaching that you really need to get your life or your business on the right track to success. Appointments are available right now. If you're looking for personal, mindset, or business coaching, this month I'm running a special 50% off. For new clients for your first 30 days of coaching if you're interested just click on the link in my show notes that's a free 30-minute discovery call and 50 percent off your first 30 days of coaching you'll never know how beneficial coaching can be until you try it but act fast end of the month we'll get here before you know it so what do we do how can we fix this how do we disrupt the cycle From what I can see, there's like three key areas that any amount of mental disease can affect and that you should address, and more importantly, disrupt these as soon as possible. If you don't mind me sharing a story, just about a year ago, I knew I was at that breaking point with what was happening in my mind. I knew I had to do something about it. I needed to disrupt it quickly for my own good, as well as for those I lived and worked with. Just like many of you, I was in the essential service sector of workers that didn't have to worry about being laid off, Quarantined to work from home or losing out on some or most of my income, although I did take a reduction in pay for several months for the next unknown amount of time, which turned into a hell of a lot longer than any of us imagined. I won't go deep on this, but being a supplier, serving essential services with a short staff became, to put it lightly, extremely challenging. Long hours, doing the work of many missed workers, dealing with the pandemic in all its glory— Coupled with major stress-inducing situations with both my daughters, launching a new solo venture into podcasting with all the unexpected work that goes with it, and then capping it off with the loss of both of my sisters, put me right at the edge of a complete mental breakdown. If I didn't take a break soon, I'm sure I would have checked myself into the nuthouse. I had major mental dis-ease and was in need of something to disrupt that right frickin' now. So let's talk about the three key areas to address. Number one, start with yourself. You can't help anyone else until you clear out that dis-ease that is clouding your mind and holding it hostage from clear thinking. Much like they tell you when you get on an airplane and go through the safety protocol, what do they tell you? You put on your own mask before you help your spouse, your kids, or anyone else put on theirs, right? Without having your own mindset right, refreshed, and at ease you are totally unable to positively help anybody else, either in your family or in your business. If you are your own greatest asset, which you are, in case you didn't realize it, you'll be an asset to those around you. But if your diseased mind is your own worst enemy, you'll be absolutely useless to anyone else in your personal or professional life. Make sense? Okay, now that you're good, let's talk about the second area. Number two, your family and friends. You know, sometimes we're so consumed with our own lives, our own stressors, our own pressures, our own fears of the unknown, sketchy-looking future, that we forget the ones that we care about the most, the ones that are closest to us, our families and friends. Our own families and friends are also going through the exact same shit as we are. They're suffering with their own issues and mental disease in life at this current time in history, not to mention they have additional dis-ease over what's going on with us how we act and interact with them is probably much different than it was in 2019. Right? Are you with me on that? Sometimes, in all the confusion, the chaos of trying to get it all done and hold it all together, we don't stop and consider how those closest to us, the ones that we are supposedly working so hard to support in the first place, our families, are doing with all this disease, the mental fatigue in their lives, no less trying to help them deal with it. Today's youth, Our own kids are dealing with a massive uptick in mental health issues, depression, suicidal thoughts in the past couple years, and they're less equipped than adults to express how they're feeling. Sometimes we need to just take the time to quietly listen to them, give them your time and attention, let them know it's okay to let it out, and allow them to unload all that worry and dis-ease in their heads without fear of you getting upset with them or criticizing them. It can have some awesome healing powers. And last, but certainly most not least... Third area of effect is your employees and customers. As you can guess well enough, not too many of us, unless you lived in a cave or on a remote island or were adrift in the sea for the past 24 months or something similar, are spared from this mental disease that affects all of us. This includes your second family, your employees, and those that you built your business to serve, your customers. Your employees, although they may be suffering, they surely don't want to bother you, their boss, with their personal problems. They would just as soon not say anything that may jeopardize their employment status or end up being a problem employee, correct? But your business, your quality of work, and ultimately your customer safety is predicated on having healthy, happy, motivated employees doing the work correctly and completely. If their minds are bogged down with disease and they don't feel safe to discuss the mental struggles that they're experiencing with you at work, it may only get worse and creates a problematic work environment be a good leader. Your employees need to know you care and you got their back. And that also means recognizing that they need to be able to communicate with you without consequence. So be open and honest as well as brave enough to have that conversation that they are part of the team and that their health and well-being is critical to the health of the whole team. Lastly, having this new awareness of what mental disease is and how it affects so many people, including your customers, It just might give you an edge when dealing with some of those customers that seem a little more tightly wound, irritated or demanding than others. They may be struggling just the same as you, your family or your employees. Your ability to diffuse some of those uncomfortable conversations may just be the difference between a lost customer and a lifelong raving fan of your business. Now that we all have a very good understanding of what mental dis-ease is and how it affects us and the three key areas that are most influenced by this condition, We need to have a few ways to disrupt that pattern that continues to loop in our thinking and how we replace that with a new pattern of thinking. The best way to break a negative thinking pattern that we've adopted over the last 24 months is with a good, positive disruption. First, let me explain what I mean by pattern of thinking, or cycle of thoughts. If you've heard the expression, you are what you think, or you create your own reality, it pretty much works like this. Your thoughts produce a feeling or emotion. Your feelings or emotions cause a physical response or reaction, which leads to an action, which produces a result. I know this sounds very woo-woo, but this is how things work. So let's get to what I feel that I've experienced as great disruptors. Number one, go on a much-needed news break. The news bombards us all day long, every day, with nothing but negative news, invokes fear of what may happen next, always emphasizes the most horrific aspects of any situation, constantly exposes the worst possible outcomes of every single situation out there. I mean, even the weather. Example, instead of saying mostly sunny, they'll report it as partly cloudy, with a chance of scattered showers. The old saying is, if it bleeds, it leads. The news makes its money on negative news. People pay attention. They get drawn to that. Let me ask you something. Have you ever finished watching the morning news and thought, Man, I feel great. I'm glad I didn't miss that newscast. I'm ready to win the day. Probably not, right? Skipping the daily and nightly news habit for as long as possible has an unbelievable positive effect on your mindset. Even a few days will change how you feel. If you don't believe me, just try it. Number two, while you're already deleting some disease with your news diet, why don't you just go ahead and take that social media break too. That constant, Unrealistic comparison we have to what appears to be successful players on those platforms, which is pure bullshit, only makes us feel worse about ourselves than we already do. It's so easy to get sucked down the rabbit hole of negativity and and bashing that gets done in the comments of social media posts. Trust me, you can avoid those and the crappy feelings and the mental disease that goes with it completely by just simply not engaging in those platforms for a little while. Number three. Add some daily exercise to your routine. This can be as simple or as complex as you prefer, but even 15 minutes of just walking, yoga, running, treadmill, elliptical, resistance training, or calisthenics will do. Just get your body moving. It'll make you feel so much better, both mentally and physically. And who knows, you might even lose a couple pounds while you're at it. Number four, get back to nature. I know it sounds basic, sounds easy, and it is. But spend some quality time outdoors. Now that the warmer weather is upon us, it's a great time to get out of the office, out of the house, and do some biking or go for a hike in the woods. Rent a rowboat and do some fishing at a local lake. Camp out over a weekend at a local campground or whatever makes you happy, but do it outside. Put the cell phones and the iPads down and spend some time reconnecting with your family or significant other around a campfire or maybe a game of cards under the stars. Reconnecting to nature without the constant addictions to our devices can have such healing powers. Those of you that have done this understand. And those of you that haven't, you really need to try this for yourself. And number five, I save the best for last. Take some time away from work. Like at least four days in a row. Preferably a week is best. Ten days will make you feel like you've been reborn. Even if you think your business can't survive without you, and believe me, it can, Take a damn break from work. You know, here in America, we call that vacation. In Europe, they take off six weeks during the summer, and they call it a holiday. Well, hell yeah, that is a holiday indeed. Now, this doesn't mean you have to book some tropical vacation, or book a cruise, or rent an expensive chalet overlooking some mountains, although those really sound like awesome ideas. Something simple, something local, even a stay at a hotel near you, maybe close to a large lake, a state park, or shoreline will work. It doesn't need to be expensive, but it needs to get you completely unplugged from your work. That means no laptop, no iPad. This will allow nature and that unplugged time to wipe away your dis-ease and replace it with a feeling of enjoyment for life. A feeling of normalcy that your mind has been craving for months. As a matter of fact, when I was at my breaking point, I did exactly that. I booked a week-long vacation near a beach in Florida, disconnected from work, from my computers from messages, all of it and just after about mm, probably the fifth day, I really felt refreshed I felt renewed, re-energized and ready to take on life again I completely cleansed my disease right out of my mind well it's been a year since then and and I'm absolutely in need once again of that same therapy, so I will be booking a trip very shortly so there you go now you have 5 ways to disrupt your mental disease. Number 1, take a news break. Number 2, take a social media break. Number 3, get some exercise in your routine. Number 4, spend some quality time out in nature. And number 5, take a vacation or a long break from work. Well, that's all I had for you today. I may have gone a little deeper than I intended, maybe a little deeper on the subject than you were expecting. But hey, it's a serious concern and something that should not be brushed under the rug or treated like a headache or a cold that you just have to kind of get through without really understanding what it is and how to disrupt it. You may just be stuck with that dis-ease longer than necessary. I hope what I shared today helps you in some small way. If you liked this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate it, share it, and leave a review. When you share this podcast with others, that's how we grow. And when the show grows, I can serve more people with my messages. I appreciate you, and I hope you have an awesome and productive week. I can always be reached at www.ricksillover.com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more.